0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair with Sam and Nidge. And we have our guest today, recurring guest, Joe. Hi. Sean is not here today. No, Sean's not here. He's home. Maybe he's listening. Maybe he's listening. Um, If you're listening, hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Um, Because Sean went home because he can. Because he's allowed to. Which is very saddening that he's not here today because I really wanted to talk, well we are going to talk about,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: the three episode premiere of Star Wars Andor. We did not watch episode four because we're waiting for Sean. Um. So if you guys are new to the show, Phantom Fair is a show where me and Midge and probably Joe and Sean, um, depending if they're here this weekend, but... You know, this so is the Sam and Midge show. Sam and Midge show. Where yep. we talk about nerd things for two hours. That's and true. It, it's usually like the same four nerd things. It usually consists of Star Wars, Ruby, Ruby. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, sure. and My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's mostly the first two it's things. It's mostly the first two things at this point. Um, mo- and I'm putting a heavy emphasis on the first one, oh, Star yeah. Wars, because we've had a lot of content come out um and also we are like kind of a in Star Wars brain rot at the moment. So <coughs> there's a lot of Star Wars going on yeah. so let's just Jackson, you want to give the weather. Oh my god, I forgot about the weather. The weather. Let me pull up my weather app. Oh, uh, so currently outside in Montclair, it is 57 degrees out. It is drizzling. That sucks. Um, the low for today is 50, the high is 62, and the rain is gonna end hopefully at 2pm. Okay. That is your weather. Okay. Um, anywho, Andor. Andor. We, we did not like Andor. I hate Andor. She hates Andor.
1: I thought it was mid.
0: I hate Andor. Not a big fan of Andor. Um... Which sucks. Because we we won. Wanted- I was looking forward to... An- listen, I have a bad thing of <laughs> hyping up shows in my head. Because, listen, I loved Cassian in Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah. I love Rogue One. It's like in my top five Star Wars movies. Rogue One, good movie. I... Andor's boring. Listen, I haven't <laughs> seen episode four yet. So I'm... Take my word for only the first three episodes. It's boring. By the time that the people on the Spotify and the Google Podcast hear this episode, we would have watched episode, episode 4. 4 and 5. 4 and 5. So, um, if you do want to yell at us on Twitter, you can yell at us at, at fandomfair. Um, I doubt you will. Who- to our trillions of listeners who don't exist.
1: I also wouldn't invite Star Wars fans to. I yell think it would at oh, listen. That is Star Wars fans media. are gonna
0: like just call me a stupid woman and yeah. dox me. It's an engage. It's an engagement. Dang it's, it. it. It's an engagement. So if you wanna yell at us on Twitter, you would uh, help us out by engaging with yeah, us. Yeah, dox. <laughs> no, don't, don't dock dox me. us. <laughs> How would they dox us? We live in a dorm. They're gonna dox where I, I my permanent residence is. Oh, good point. And like, firebomb my house because yeah, like, I said Andor was mid. Andor is kind of mid. It's a thing about it. It's not even mid for me. It's just bad. The first 10 minutes were. F- I was like, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, Cassian shot a dude in the face, like, off screen. But yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, like, the implications there. It's like, um, whoa, this is what they meant by it being darker. And then. Then it was just boring. And then it was just boring. I think the only good part of this show which Joe's going to disagree with me on is the the droid. Being. I do like the little guy.
1: I'm so sorry for not liking droids because of my, you know, living on a separatist planet during the Clone Wars. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> you're
0: um... not you're you're not your campaign <laughs> character. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, a, we're playing
0: I'm running a Star Wars campaign like so I tr- just another off tangent about it's still about Star Wars. Always. Um tried using Edge of the Empire uh, game system, which is, like, the Lucasfilm, like, Star Wars yeah. stamp of approval. Fantasy Flight game. It's kind of
1: dog water, though.
0: It's dog water. I tried modifying it to use regular dice instead of these stupid... Color dice and symbols and... It, it's like a PEMDAS system for dice, and yeah. I hate it, and I'm not buying dice for this game. Um, but shout out... Um, if you do want to play, like, a Star Wars campaign, I highly suggest the, if you look up Star Wars 5E, someone has just, well, a group of people have, for free, translated and made books that basically takes, uh, D&D 5E and translates it for Star Wars.
1: They also have a really good way of transferring ranged weapons from, like, you know, stuff that's not in D&D, like, for example, a laser machine gun that would be in Star Wars, but not D&D. They have... Uh, they balanced it really well, according to my D&D fanatic friend, Anthony.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Willow.
1: Also, Willow said it was very balanced, but I, I, I take Anthony's premier uh, opinion first and foremost, because he's been playing longer than me and Willow combined, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So,
0: like, I'm like a DM, so uh, I don't... Re- <laughs> my D&D can be barely called D&D <laughs> at a certain point. I just play by the book... I take the story out of the book and then I make it my own. It's like half. That's home. how D and D is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Andor. Yeah. Um We like the droid. Ten, I love the droid. First ten minutes of the book the uh, book. The uh the game The show. The show, show. The show. The show. there we go.
1: We
0: the got the show there. was good. And the rest of it was awful. Um I wanna just touch quick on the The flashback scenes, which, one, are broken up in really weird segments. Yeah. They don't speak Galactic Basic, which, for people who don't watch Star Wars, is just English. It's just our English, but they call it Galactic Basic. So, it's probably, like, actually in another language, but they are translating Galactic Basic to English for us. There is... They don't speak Galactic Basic, which is normal in Star Wars. Basically. But there's no subtitles. No, it is just, yeah. So I have to go off facial expressions and body language, and it, which is fine for like a scene. Yeah, but when you're doing a backstory that's fairly important to the character, it's bad. What it's not good. I, I Joe, what, what was your opinion on the? Uh, the the no subtitle backstory
1: sorry my allergies are killing me right now but i liked i like i like what tony gilroy tried to do with the show don't tell thing it worked for the first scene like when i tell you the first scene it worked it really like i got what the story was going for but after a while without having like the context of like the finer implications of what the characters are intending or trying to communicate it gets just like it just becomes tedious. it's like you know now you have to like I get paying attention to the story and the finer details, like i'm you know, I'm not saying that like you know maybe this is my my uh simplified marvel movie goer brain that like everything has to be spelled <laughs> out for me, but you know it's like because I got soup brain, but you know it's it's like at some point you kind of have to stop you know painting everything with a level of mis mystery to it because. We figured out the story. Now we know where the story's going. There's no need for the mystery. Like you know, we figured out the mystery. Now let's get on to you know telling the story. I,
0: I don't like, but just like the whole like, it, it was not like sp- like maybe maybe it's my you know shonen brain <laughs> oh, yeah. where things need to be spelled out for me. <coughs> but w- okay, what was the ship? Does this tribe of people which. Can, can I say what I said on air without it sounding like racist? No. No? I don't think so, bud. I, it wasn't a racist implication, but like this, you know, they're a tribal group of people. Do they st- hope for crashed ships to steal resources? Yeah.
1: What I liked about the um the aesthetic of the people was that mm-hmm. it was very much like it, it kind of like the way that they painted like the you know the uh, Cassians like tribal upbringing i saw it as like through the lens of like conquistadors in the caribbean mm-hmm. like i didn't see it as you know i didn't see that as cuz cuz as far as we know like these people could have been much more advanced than you know than they let on it's just that they're they're scavengers so they don't really have like built cities and the way that they are portrayed as like you know people who solely live off scavenging I really like the way that it was like it, it put this sort of republic air of superiority because the republic was like a colonizing force in the galaxy at the time and I really appreciated that but what I didn't appreciate was having to infer the finer points of dialogue past the first scene Yeah, uh, like I like, the backstory no, I
0: agree with you that the first scene was fine I was like oh that's interesting they're not doing subtitles okay but when you're having multiple scenes like that, it yeah. gets annoying. Yeah. Like, and so now, I, like, you're right. I have to infer what all these care like, what this culture of people do. Um, wha- What was the galactic ship? Sorry, it was a Republic ship. Too. A republic I, thaw- ship yeah. I, I thought it was a... You thought it was Empire. You I thought th- it was the Stardust Project. I, yeah, I thought it was the Stardust Project. No, it's a Republic ship, so we are have Republic era, and then I forgot her name. This is how, like, bad this show is, because I don't know any of the characters' names besides Cassian and the droid. Cassian and B... BMO? B... 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 2 B- 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 B3? B... I B is definitely in see, it. See,
1: like, that's, that, that's, that's part of the problem. I, I didn't even, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, I didn't even remember most of their names. I remember Bex.
0: Bex. Oh, is that the... The woman? The hot girl?
1: Yeah. Hot baby.
0: Uh, Uh, and and then Tim with two M's oh yeah yeah. I Um, remember Tim with two M's because I thought Tim with two M's was ridiculous um let's see his
1: best friend the ridiculous Tim with two M's
0: Tim with two M's who dies in the third episode um but the the, the woman who takes Cassie like why is Cassie freaking out on the ship is it just because this person died what was the ship carrying why is the implication that the Republic is going to kill this group of tribals why would they do that (laughs) why would they do that like, and then, like, you know, the thing I was just thinking about is like, uh, in row one, Cassian's like, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. That man lo- looks like he's 12. <laughs> he like, looks like he's 12 there. Like, I. Th- th- Star Wars historian, do you have a reason why the Republic would just slaughter this group of. Tribals tell us the reason.
1: Yeah, so like the Republic that we get in the Clone Wars is distilled, whitewashed. You know, it's you know for a younger audience, uh, they they're painted as the good guys. The way I see the Clone Wars is like it's solely Republic propaganda because we rarely get a glimpse of the Re- the Separatists being the hum like humanitarian side. The Republic was actually just as bad as the Separatists in some regards.
0: I actually do want to talk about that. Not this episode. I want to talk about a later episode. Was it, I'm I want to do like a half of an episode <laughs> like based on this one TikTok I saw about how. Um, the episode of Bad Batch where they go to Raxus, right? Yeah, and like it it deals with the implicate, like it deals with the a- like actual issues where people are still holding prejudices even after a war is over, because they're like, you know, especially Echo, right? Right, is like so against helping a separatist when there is no more <laughs> separatists. It's the war is over, so I would like to do an episode, or at least just like talk about that one episode.
1: Yeah. Um that's a lot like um the Gears of War series, how there was a civil war that lasted for fifty years and then like literally six weeks of peace, and then the locust emerged from under the earth, so like the people are still reeling from a fifty year civil war and they still hate each other, so they're having trouble working together against this apocalyptic level threat. And that that kind of gives me like Clone Wars vibes, mm-hmm. oh, early oh. Empire vibes.
0: The what <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna ask, we're not talking about Gear to War, we're talking about Star Wars. No,
1: the the locusts are like these. They're Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, they're mutants. But like, yeah, like the the Republic is nowhere near as like whitewashed and sanitized as say the the Clone Wars would have you believe. Even even the comics struggle to depict how dark both sides of the war really were.
0: No, I like I kind of assumed that because listen, I said that Andor's political message is as subtle as a kick to the face. Yeah, it wasn't were... the exact term I used. No, but it's very hard to comprehend that when every piece of Star Wars media we've gotten has basically shown as Republic is very the Republic is very clean. So them saying this just feels kind of like very weird. Left field. Yeah, for, for the like, Republic. For like the n- normal couch-viewing audience, people who see the movies and maybe the TV shows and that's it. And they don't go, like, any deeper than that. But listen, I'm, like, a Star Wars fanatic. I've read yeah. books. I've, like, watched the animated shows. I've watched the live-action shows. That felt weird for me. It felt weird that the whole thing that, like, who is... Okay, the lady's name is Marva. I don't know who the Marva. other guy is. I don't remember what the other guy's name. She literally just stole like, in an indigenous digi- indigenous She boy. kidnapped an indigenous boy from his home because she thought that the Republic was going to come down and kill everyone. The the whole thing about... Is it Kanari? Is that what the the planet's called? Kanari? Kanari. Kanari, I think. And then the whole thing is that there's an Imperial mining accident. And the implication is... Or at least I've seen people online be like, oh, the implication, it wasn't Imperial. It was the Republic. And I'm like, was it... Was it that... We're three episodes in. You can't make any assumptions for a 12-episode series at this point. But, like, listen. If you, like, obviously, like, I'm not saying, like, it's weird because I'm, like, a white guilt. Yeah. I'm saying it's weird because everything, like, context-wise, everything we've been given about the Republic does not point to that. Yeah. They, it doesn't point to them coming in and because one one girl cause, kills some Republic soldier, that means that they're going to take revenge against an entire tribe. We have multiple Clone Wars episodes about Republic, like, Republic soldiers and Jedi going to indigenous planets. Literally uh, the Bad Batch episodes where they're on was an Axis and they're like, the people there were just like, not chill with them. Yeah. They didn't just like slaughter everyone and go on with their days. No. Like, that's why that, that one line... Just made very little sense to me, because I'm like, everything that we've been shown about the Republic, yes, is taken from the Republic's view, but doesn't make sense. I think. No.
1: I think to improve Andor's make sensibleness factor, which <laughs> is not a real thing. I just made that up now. Mm-hmm. Would have been to maybe release the second season of Bad Batch and show like flashbacks to the early, the late days, late stage of the clone wars where the Republic's doing some scummy, shady things. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, paint them more as the villain in a more adult nuanced way. So that when when, you know, we watch Andor we're like, Oh, maybe the Republic's not so good at all. Maybe the actions depicted in, you know, the, the fears of these people on Canari, which is the planet by the way. I knew it. <clears throat> maybe the fears of these Kanari people are Rally. founded. Yeah. Like, you know...
0: And it's not their fears. It's Marva, who was talking to the other guys, like, they're gonna come down, and I feel like the Kanari have no idea what's going on in the greater I, galaxy, and they're just, like, scavenging. I just, this this one line just muddles with a lot of pre-established lore. Yeah. Which, you're right. Like, it, it, they broke a show-don't-tell thing, but it doesn't make sense when you never showed it. Yeah. Like and that's what annoys me. So I'm I yeah. want to like move on to just Andor's very blatant political message. And listen, I'm not. Th- this is not me. I'm saying this very explicitly. I'm not being a Star Wars fan. Of being like Star Wars gets too political. I'm saying it's not even subtle, yeah. with yeah. the way they're doing. It. And it's almost tasteless. Obviously, this whole thing is about police brutality. Like the first three episodes were clearly about police brutality. Clearly. This is ch- down to the fact that those security, the, like the security force, whatever, their, their uniform is blue. Their uniform is blue. They clearly protect corporate interests. Clearly. And they send like 12. I counted the scene. 12. It was like 12 guys. 12 coming, guys plus the two officers, so 14. 14 guys going after one dude who, I mind you, is constantly referred to by his race. Yes. The and and is canonical. And is canonically brown. Yeah. Like, it's just like a slap in the face with how subtle it is. And when they're. Like the line that Marva gives, and she's like, "You hear that outside?" She's like, "You have to worry when it gets quiet." I'm like, rolling my eyes in leftism, <laughs> with how subtle it is. And then when they take what's what's the Bix? Bi- yeah, Bix. Yeah,
1: Bix. When they
0: when they police brutalize her. Yeah. Lock like cha- like handcuff her to a pole and then shoot her boyfriend in front of her. Yeah. And I'm like. Can you get any more obvious on what your message is? Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. think a lot of like the problem is we like not to say that oh we use media to escape. It shouldn't be injected with political. No, I'm not a weenie. <laughs> like I like I like political messages in my media. The problem is like they do show. They try the show don't tell angle with half the show, and then the other half they're beating you over the head with metaphors and shouting those shouting what the metaphors mean at you while beating you over the head with them. Right. It's like, it's a very stark juxtaposition that I really didn't like. But overall, I think, you know, the, like, the positives of, of the show are definitely the aesthetic. and yes. And the acting. The, the, the acting's filmo- phenomenal. The
0: filmography.
1: Filmography, yeah.
0: And the the CGI is amazing. Oh, like, sure. Sorry, this one scene that I hate because it had no purpose is when the dude who's from the Rebellion. Stellan Skarsgård's character, Luthen? When he's on, like, the Airbus? Yes, the, the air transport, yeah. And he's just talking to this guy. I'm like, I'm like, what does this scene mean? Let's s- s- like, w- from a storytelling standpoint, every every, especially in TV, every scene should, in some way, either further your plot or character, er, or do something with character. So I'm assuming that was meant to do something with this character, but we like weren't really paying attention. I'm I'm like, okay, this <laughs> I'm like, this was clearly written by someone who's taken like a New, uh, New York City like subway when people yeah. just like you don't want to talk to. Constantly are talking to you. Yeah, because Lisa was just not into that. I think it was, like, talking about, like, the state of the planet. But I'm like, we already know. It's been shown, like, to us. Yeah. The yeah. state of this planet. Uh, this is just breaking the show don't tell rule by telling us about the state of the planet. Like, yeah. me, t- the, like well, like Joe said, it just, it tries to do a show, don't tell. When the show don't tell, when I do that, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because they don't have anything that's pre-established. And then they're beating you over the head with the metaphor and while telling you what the metaphor means. Right. It's just I think it's a poorly written show so, so far. So far. I'm I'm going to watch, watch it I'm going to watch it to the end. I cannot believe the show got greenlit for a second season. Whoo, <laughs> it did.
1: I don't understand why they can't... like this isn't coming from somebody who wants only one season of Kenobi.
0: Yeah, I don't want a second season of Kenobi.
1: I don't understand why everything like I there there was another problem with book of Boba Fett too that I had that I only recently kind of materialized like you cannot they cannot like for some reason new star wars like current star wars cannot have a character who is like morally gray like book of boba fett amazing i love his redemption but like it points to a wider problem that like every character who does bad things is like oh i had to do the bad thing like sometimes people are like i love when characters do bad things because of circumstance but the problem is like everyone is a victim of circumstance and everybody gets redeemed in the end. Like, Cassian's getting- I I
0: think Mando works fairly well.
1: Yeah, Mando's different. Mando's supposed to be, like, a more clean-cut hero than, like, say, Boba Fett or how Cassian was portrayed in Rogue One.
0: I am very worried about Star Wars and it becoming a Marvel situation. Better not. Like, they are pumping out shit like crazy, though. Um, I- I, Oh, I- Darn i don't it. need like listen, there's not as much material to work with what's like i mean sorry, not enough established material to pump out like Marvel does yeah i I don't if anyone didn't need a show. It was Cassian. Yeah, yeah. I I know we were like when we first heard about it, it was like 2018 or something, and I was like, we yeah. I'm like yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'd be like cool for like a backstory about him. And as I'm watching, I'm like, like that's not like the backstory I pictured for him at all. Like, I'm like, I I was expecting him to kind of like a Poe Dameron thing. I was thinking like a kid from the streets.
1: Yeah, kid like, from the
0: streets, or like I was like a Poe Dameron thing where like his parents were like rebellion. Yeah, Resistant. Yeah, yeah rebellion like Poe. yeah. Like you know, like they didn't yeah. Like really I thought he was gonna have like a Poe Dameron thing. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't what I pictured, and I'm not saying... That's I, bad, that we should, you know, that we should have expectations, that should be, like... But th- I, th- I, don't, should do our I don't like the way they're writing it, though.
1: I like... It I, could work. I like it's some of the working. elements of their story with Cassian, but you're right about the expectations thing, Mitch. And Sam, like, you, I, I know you guys both made the same mm-hmm. point, kind of, like, the way I saw it was, like... He Cassian's origin story in my head before this all came out was he was a street kid like Jackie from Cyberpunk like you know he's, he's running he's running like you know small time you know Grand Theft Auto small, you know, small, small crimes and stuff and he's making a living then the Empire comes in and brings down the Iron Hammer and then he's like oh well now I can't do the stuff that I needed to to get by I'm hungry there's no food on the table I gotta turn to something bigger and that's when the Rebellion comes in
0: and like they still could have ran with the fact that he has like a younger sister and that yeah. could have been part of the but plot but like but, but uh, they did uh, but, uh, like we don't understand what happened to his sister we don't understand what happened after he was essentially kidnapped and taken away from his home it, by like, a white woman th- this just showed like this this series and i i hate that this series is getting like a lot of love Be like, wow it's the first star Wars. like star wars shows for adults i'm like yeah did i'm like is it for adults because it's boring is it for adults because it looks like i don't know um it's in live action even though clone wars has had very mature like ideas star wars clones for adult uh, you want a star wars show for adults watch the um, umbara arc yeah yeah i was thinking when we were talking about like the republic scumminess like the only th- place where we kind of see it is pong krell and even then he's kind of seen as an outlier of a jedi yeah yeah like, he kind of embodies that scumminess like, that we are looking if, for. If you want to watch adult Star Wars, go watch The Bad Batch. Go yeah. watch The Bad Batch. I, I know it, <clears throat> it, oh, probably Bad Batch season two is going to embody that adultness a bit more.
1: I showed... I remember talking to my friend Casey, you know, who's, mm-hmm. who was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and she knew combat veterans. Uh, you know, we were talking about Clone Wars, and she mentioned Umbar, and she was <laughs> like, yeah, some... like." She has friends who have been in situations where friendly fire was a thing because, you know, artillery and uh, air support and just people generally not calling out, you know, friendlies. And she's like, you know, I've known people who are in that situation. She's like, yeah, it was kind of just like that. Like, it was just as traumatic. And like watching that, I had to pause every now and again and step away because like, wow. I'm like, so you're saying that it took an issue that adults face and presented it in a way that is not distasteful. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's what adult should mean, not, oh, one guy said the S word, and oh, look at it's this gr- guy it's, doing violence. Yeah, like,
0: it, it's just stupid brutalization that is so tasteless against real life issues. Yeah. Socio political issues. Like, I, I feel like also, like, the fact that, you know, these security guys aren't very, like, to me, uh, to the average viewer, you're going to look at them and be like, these guys aren't a threat. They're not. If, if, if you're gonna I, do a p- p- police brutality metaphor, make the guy's a threat. I said, I go, I'm like, I'm like, I think one of the, the one of the poor, you know, real life issues. And the main guy's like kind of, a, is just like married to his oh. job essentially. I hate the main villain. Like I was I'm talking to my stepdad, he's like he's probably just a minor antagonist for now. Yes, I I'm pretty of- sure he's gonna be minor antagonist. Like he's just. I'm like, like this guy up. is just uh, like he likes being a cop. Yeah. What is his motivation? What is his? Oh yeah, go on. Cuz we've Star Wars villains before is generally have fairly like straightforward motivations, but they feel real and they feel like they make sense for that character. I don't know, he's just a cop. Riva. Riva. Pe- yeah. People are applauding this one white guy They're like this is the best Star Wars antagonist Reva. we've had in a while. I'm like, what about Reva? The-? I'm like, what about like, What about the black yeah. woman? Yeah, what about Riva? What, what about, about Thrawn? Chola?
1: What about Trilla? Thank Trilla.
0: You. Any of these characters are better than this one white cop?
1: Here's yeah. where I partially disagree with you mm-hmm. on Cyril because Cyril, I think that's since his
0: name. I don't, I don't even care, like I like
1: Cyril care. from Archer, like you know the the guy voiced by Chris Parnell. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like Cyril, I feel like is a relatable villain. Maybe it's because I'm going to law enforcement as a career, and it's like you know I understand wanting to be good at your job and wanting to protect you know the given community that you're tasked to protect in my case would be the greater New York public in his case is the corporate authority like I understand where he's coming from he's a like I think he's a well like that's a well-made villain the problem is he's such a tool that it makes it hard to sympathize with him and I get that that's also the point but it's like you know when you have a villain with a relatable motive you could at least make him a little bit sympathetic because I feel like they're trying to have it both ways with Andor. They're trying to make it seem like the police in the corporate sector are this monstrous, monolithic entity of hatred and br- brutality, and but they're also screamingly incompetent and can't even like put their own shoes on without tripping into the refrigerator and knocking it over.
0: They are weenies. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they're, they're like a bunch of weenie cops. Like, I'm sorry, if they go. how we scream laughed at the ship that is the least aerodynamic
1: (laughs) spacecraft I've ever seen I called it
0: a mouse droid of a ship it looks like a mouse droid Sean says it's like the great pyramids of Giza of a ship it's like
1: the millennium (laughs) toaster
0: Ah. (laughs) the least aerodynamic (laughs) ship but no you're right like these cops like like, oh what monsters but they're weenies
1: yeah like I I understand though how like the aesthetics of fascism clash with its inherent clumsiness Mm -hmm. and ineptitude We see that throughout history from the, uh, you know, from the fascist German regime to the fascist Spanish regime during the same time periods. Like, they look intimidating, but they're also bumbling, bloated, and incompetent. But the problem is, when you try to make a villain actually intimidating and do actual things like that and then turn around and be, you know, like, you know, as basically as toothless as a kitten in the next scene, you have to pick one. Either they are incompetent yet fierce... Or they are incompetent and toothless. You can't have like
0: like that. Both w- that worked for Rebel Season One sure. with the Stormtroopers. Yes, a- and because for guess and what? Quintana, yeah. Guess what? It was a, it was a kids show. It was yeah. deliberately. It was Dave Filoni building up, the, like having it be a kids show for a season, and then building up the more because guess what? Then we got later. thrown. Then we got yeah. Thrawn!
1: <laughs> but also, like what Dave Filoni did was like you know when everything is lax and people are chill, and you know the rebels start committing their acts against the wider Imperial public. They're gonna be caught off guard. They're gonna be caught flat-footed. They're gonna be looking like a bunch of bumbling morons because they're not ready for that. They're not trained for that. Then you call in the special guys, like you know, you call in inquisitors, you call in scout troopers, you you call in shadow troopers, death troopers, Thrawn. Uh, Thrawn, (laughs) Thrawn is the special ops of special. Like this dude is like. He, you know I, he's the best of the best. Once be you sure go there, there's no coming back.
0: Vader went in before Thrawn, like yeah. the whole thing on. I don't remember what the the plan is called, but, but then Vader <laughs> failed. Yeah, that be, makes it so good though, because the fact that you know that, you, that. all these rebels are so strong, but then you have a dude. He's just a dude in a spaceship. It's a dude in a spaceship, and he's like really smart, and he's really smart, and he really him. likes and, art, and he's uh, clearly autistic, and he's hot, but, like. <laughs> Like, and that's the main antagonist, and, and he's him? actually terrifying. Why are you blue? Why are you blue? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like, like, see the 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 way that also because Casey, I made her watch Rebels too. Mm-hmm. The way she described it was like, Vader's like the Marines, where if you need a <laughs> door blown off the hinges, you call him.
0: Yeah, Thrawn right. is
1: like Delta Force. If you need a window secretly, stealthily opened up and everybody inside excommunicated from the mortal world, that's who you call. Yeah. <laughs> Like like different like, tool for different job. I,
0: I'm gonna just like tie it back to like kind of how like the dynamic worked in um in alliances where right. it was definitely like the like the brains and the brawn. Oh for sure. Kind oh, of situation. Yeah. yeah. Like Thrawn's, Thrawn was the brains and Vader was the brawn. And that worked the same Did way in they, Rebels. They had Thrawn and Vader work at the same time in Rebels. I don't think the Rebels would have won. No. <laughs> Dead all of them. All of them, gone.
1: Kanan so, wouldn't have been the only one sacrificing his life.
0: <laughs> Woo! That would have been such a dark show. That oh yeah, been. that would have been I would have I would kill someone for a Vader and Thrawn show like Dude. but yes. live action yeah
1: yes with Hayden Christensen as Vader
0: give me the give me the Vader from Kenobi and give me Thrawn from Rebels in the same
1: show yes.
0: <laughs> no no if I say it <laughs> Like, for, like, the the Vader brutality and Kenobi yeah. and the, in, like, the intellect of Thrawn and Rebels and put that in a live-action show. Oh, it would have been insane. Oh, that, that that would be your adult Star Wars show that Oh, for yeah. sure.
1: Also, I, I feel like I just have to mention this. The fact that Thrawn let the Rebels get away in, uh, like, you know, the majority of their interactions in Rebels, not without, like, you know, not without casualty, not oh, without yeah. scraping a knee or two, but... I, I feel like that just lends to his character that he wants to protect the, the Ascendancy more than he wants to serve the Empire, and I really like that because it works well into the kid show heroes-have-to-win dynamic.
0: No, it would have been really interesting. Mm. I mean, they couldn't have done it without like, the books and stuff, but no. I, would, I would also love if they do it in the Ahsoka show if Thrawn offers Ezra to come to the Ascendancy. Yes.
1: Yes. His third human pet, Arlon, he's just like, why do why you keep you bringing more? <laughs> because, let's be honest, Ronan and Eli... Would they really have survived without Thrawn's intervention? Eli's a hot mess. That man's like a forty ounce away from like getting kicked out of the Imperial Academy.
0: He he he's like a you know he's like ninety pounds soaking wet. Aww, <laughs> yeah, I'm mean to him. He's he's a nine he's a ninety pound twink who probably is like borderline alcoholic. Don't be mean to him. <laughs> he
1: he's a he's a five foot seven guy who who drives a lifted Ram two fifty to to school every day but gets there late. Oh my god! See, just... I
0: I picture like. Eli he's is just... like five too.
1: <laughs> oh, he's just me with a Ram two fifty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, back back to Andor. Like back to Andor. Listen, I, I'm sure people would have complained if the if we merely started off with stormtroopers. Like it's yeah. so plain out. I, but like you, I'm going back to things that were pre-established. We already know that the if the Empire's there, that is a real threat. Yeah. Yeah. And they, if you, like, you want to have yeah. police brutality, why not do it with the fascist government police? Yeah. And not corporate police that we were literally just introduced to, and I have no pre-established notion of them. So, like, the whole thing is that just te- they- there's just been, like, teases of them for, like, the the main the boss of his corporate guys is just like yeah i have to give in like the report to i think the there's Empire. a grant like there's a woman grand admiral that's gonna come in yes i believe so i'm
1: so mad that it's not ray sloan but also she has so much to oh do. oh my
0: god ray Slo- i think at this point ray sloan hasn't been promoted to grand admiral yeah
1: i'm like let this woman rest also she's still on her sigma grind set trying to make it to grand admiral <laughs> so like i i get why they didn't do that but like that would have been really cool yeah
0: you know you know what I like about this? It, it's, like, about, uh, and or it's, like, mainly the world building just because, like, the fact that they had, like, the bangy things means that this has happened before. I feel like it's a very nice, like, bit yeah. of, like, they've had threat, like, at okay. least no like, bring I, know, know, together You know what scene that happened that I didn't like? Yeah. What? The second scene of the guy ringing the bell. Like, the 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 table... Yeah, the, the belt. Why did that happen twice? Yeah, why did the, uh, like the big bell? Yeah, the big bell. That felt weird. Why did we have to watch that twice? And also another another great show. Yeah, another great story that would is t- hold on, it was a young adult book would be a great st- Star Wars show for adult Lost Stars. Lost Stars would be great.
1: Lost yeah. Stars would make me cry my eyes out. Oh,
0: yeah. no. Lost Stars. I every time I get to talk about the show. Oh, like on the show that book just ripped my heart out I know. The, the last four pages of uh, it, I was like <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah I Lost Star's gotten adapted into a manga Yeah I know
1: No really Yeah, yeah. Oh I got to read it
0: Yeah Lost Stars it, it's it's just the book but like it, there's Modern, now, there's yeah. visuals okay. um it got adapted into a manga it was like two volume manga and I, I was I looked on like oh I'm very impressed how uh, they portrayed um uh, the girl uh, Sienna. Sienna Sienna because you she know she's black. Yeah. I was um, like, oh, thank god. Yeah, like, they... Yeah, I'm
1: so glad they didn't whitewash her. No,
0: I'm so glad that they didn't do any, like, phrase... Because in in manga, uh, Japanese people don't really have, like, a great idea of how to, like, draw black people. So I was, like, a little worried about that. (laughs) You know, they they drew her very well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a two-volume manga. Yeah. Um, like... I would love so many Star Wars books that would be so much better than I think that we Andor. should get a Thrawn show where it's just adapting the Throne books. Just adapt the Ascendancy. If you want an adult Star Wars show, just, just adapt the Ascendancy, Ascendancy series. books. Yeah. It's a Game of Thrones, but in space. Yeah. It's
1: like, it took everything that I loved about George R. R. Martin's family politics. Like, when you say Game of Thrones in space, you're not joking. Like, the family politics, you could cut the tension in some scenes with a knife. Like, when there's characters from rival families, you can feel the I, the hatred. I
0: have not read the books, but I've heard enough about it from you. Yeah. That I know it's just Game of Thrones with blue space aliens. If, and, you know, everyone loves to be, like, oh, Game of Thrones. And I'm, 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 and I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. And I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Like, if you, once again, if you want an adult Star Wars TV yeah. show, just adapt the Ascendancy books. Yeah. I feel like into a into a show. Star Wars should start adapting their novels, yeah, into shows because st- they, they were such good. I I know. Oh, I remember what I was thinking about before when we were talking about like the Canary scenes. It's like it reminded me of Phasma, of the Parnassus chapter. I would love a Phasma TV show. And then bring, oh, bring back Gwendolyn Christie. That girl got so she got, bo- yeah, she, she, got, got, Boba got yeah. she got Boba fetted she got Boba she
1: got she got done dirty.
0: Like bring her back because I Look at her in Game of Thrones. She's a talented actor. And then you can also bring back Domhnall Gleason. Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson, please. Also, yeah. the- And also, it would be great for the theme parks, because Vimerandi, who is the blue hair girl at the theme parks is in this book. Yeah. Hey, Disney, hire us. Hey, Disney, hey, I'd love to write for Disney, you.
1: Disney, I'd, I'd love to partner with Timothy Zahn and write uh, Why Arlani Needs to Be Trans femme Representation. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I would love to t- partner with Timothy Zahn and give Throne a girlfriend. <laughs> I'd love to just write my OCs as a book. I would love to write our OCs. I mean, we practically have. I have. I've written, essentially, so many book-length fics, Sam. I, n- I know. I've read and them. You've read them. <laughs> I've read them, and I wrote the dialogue with you. I know.
1: I can't read, but if I could... Like you mean you can't
0: you've read? You've read more Star Wars books than us.
1: Yeah, but you like, read
0: the Ascendancy books, which are like six hundred pages. Every each. time she's tried to read my stuff and it's in like a sixteen-page thing, she can't get through it.
1: Yeah, what? I, I remember, have. Remember,
0: remember, Pirates AU I wrote like a yeah. year ago. She couldn't get through it. Neither could Jill.
1: I can't sit and read more than ten pages at a time, and then when something gets updated, I feel even more pressured. Where then... my
0: chapters are about seven to ten pages mm. on doc. Listen, at least. Cool. and I ate up at Pirate AU. That was about two lesbians. I know. With with I, some JoJo aspects yeah. thrown into it, that was more of a you could you could easily translate. Oh, absolutely. Book. Um, but yeah, Star Wars. You should hire us you for ha- to write us to write shows for you. Honestly, um, I got you. T- listen, okay. So you know, like Skeleton uh, Crew. Yeah. Yeah. You look at me because you're a Star Wars. Okay. Like yeah. we d- Take me and Midge's characters. Uh uh-huh. Put that into a TV show. Oh no, we could do that. Yeah. Like literally, literally the three the three girls and take then and then we take and then we take make... sister Au that just lost our I was gonna say I, I would sisters. just write sister Au <laughs> and make it into a book and maybe t- maybe take out Thrawn, because it's a little awkward. Just be like Timothy's on, please. Hey Timothy's on, can I make can I give Thrawn a girlfriend?
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, I've never felt the touch of a woman.
0: Yes, he has. No, he no, has. he has. Come no, he's on.
1: married to his work. That man is dedicated.
0: And he's married to a five foot tall autistic girl <laughs> whom he loves very whom much he loves but just w- dude you could just write what we write I so would, much better than andor I'm about to just be like
1: in your opinion what if
0: I just send Disney like a, like a sample and be like, I'll write your books. I'll write. We'd be perfect. Another this year. Is, hi, I'm. Hi, my name is Midge Vlock, and I write and I co-write with Sam Words. And this is something we've had in the works for um, I a have year. A year. Hi, would you like to read it? Would you like to read it? Honestly, um, um, this would sounds be gr- like I should just like this go would be a, for Del Rey books or something. This would be a great um <laughs> yes. Star Wars young adult book. Boom. If Boom, you I did if it. you
1: guys got a Star Wars book before I even got my first manuscript finished, <laughs> I'd be like incredibly jealous. it
0: would be pumping out manuscripts every month. Um. But a care like Andor didn't really need a TV show. No, I really hope they don't do Kenobi season two. I I know this is obviously an unpopular opinion in the room, but I kind of want to see like Cody. Really Cody's bad. Probably dead. I don't want him to be dead. I think Cody's going to die in... I don't want it. I think he's he's gonna... a narc. I want to see Cody and Kenobi meet up again. Dang I think it. he's going to be... I think he's going to die in season Probably, two of Bad But Batch. I'll be upset about it. If I have to watch I'll... Rex die in Ahsoka, I'm going to... I'll cry. I wish... <laughs> I wish all Dave Filoni a very... Don't kill my favorite... My husband. <laughs> day, please, 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 if please. If I have please. to watch Rex die... I'm gonna like, I'm like I wish I all day know, Filoni a very very <laughs> end, uh, end game yourself a very I will add mine now <laughs> um
1: Here, here's my hot take what I kind of the, the only thing I really care about in the Ahsoka show is Thrawn
0: I'm me very, though. I'm very nervous about Thrawn. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. I'm very nervous. I, I think it'd be very. I think I don't think so he's much. coming in in Ahsoka season one. I think he's, I feel like he's gonna be like a last episode reveal. Yeah, like how they did in Rebels. I feel yeah. like that's
1: why they didn't bring Timothy Zahn on because they brought him on for Rebels, and he was like, "Yeah, Thrawn gets my seal of approval, dude." And then Thrawn was like, "The best thing since sliced bread."
0: Yeah, I don't. Th- I think Thrawn's gonna be like a la- like a last second reveal in Ahsoka. For sure. Like she's gonna like go on the planet, and then he's going to be like. You know he's gonna do like the back turn. Yes, 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 yes. He's gonna have like the feral hair again, like he, did in the be- he like he, like he did in the beginning of uh o- the first book, yeah, the yeah, yeah. first book. And he's gonna be like Ahsoka, and then that's how like, the show's gonna that's command, how the season's like, gonna end. Miss Tano, I yeah, like her like, Mar Ball. <laughs> Yeah, and then like that's how the season's gonna end, and then they'll bring on uh Timothy's on for season two of Ahsoka. Absolutely,
1: I would like I would like him to do the same surprise look that that anakin did in rebels when he was like ahsoka yeah that would be like an interesting parallel because he's like oh it's you
0: also um vader is now a, a vocaloid yeah.
1: He's a what? He's, He's a, a vocaloid. Okay, so uh, I can explain okay, it. Okay, so like, you know Hatsune
0: Miku? No, no, no. I, I know what, know what, I what a vocaloid
1: is. I'm just like...
0: Okay, uh, so James Earl Jones is retiring as Darth Vader, but they've given Disney and Star Wars and Lucasfilm the, um, the to permission voice. to use his voice to essentially do, yeah. uh, you know, Darth Vader's voice for the rest of the time. And the so, in, in uh the Kenobi show, yes. it was entirely uh, vocoded. Yeah. Like, it was entirely AI-generated. Which now means that Darth Vader is now among the lights of Hatsune Miku. He is rocking it up there with Hatsune Miku. Miku. I, I love the uh, the TikTok that you sent me. Yes. Where it, was, it was like, welcome to the family. Darth Vader is like, thank you, Hatsune Miku. Thank you, Hatsune Miku. Um, okay, we should probably go on the break. Yeah, we're going to go on the break. Um, Thank you. We're not done. We're not done. Um, no, no, no. Thank you, back. thank you for joining us about yelling about Andor. Hold on. I'm going to take a bite of my donut. Oh my god, she did it. Bited the donut. Um, we're gonna come back. Sorry, I'm so I'm talking my mouth full. We're gonna come back we're in gonna... a bit after some music and some d- messages. And we're not gonna talk about Star Wars. We're gonna talk about... Digital uh, horror. horror. Yay. Um, see you in a second. Bye-bye. Bye.